Welcome to Change the Narrative. We are a part of the Jungle Podcast Collection. The Jungle. Did I get that right, Jordan? Yes. Uh, we had Shay Rowe on the podcast today, also known as Shannon Rose Ford. Um, she's one of my great friends from high school. Um, on the podcast, we talked about everything from the tragedy that happened with the U.S. gymnastics team to being a black woman in American culture today. And it's a really great conversation. We can't wait uh, for you to hear it. But first, Jamie. All right, today on the podcast on Change the Narrative, we have Shannon Rose Ford, not Shannon. That's right. It is Shannon Rose, and she has gotten mad at me <laughs> basically my whole life or yes. just since high school. Yes. Um, Shannon Rose <laughs> and I have uh, known each other since my freshman year of high school when I think my favorite story about us is when... All right, can you want to tell the homecoming court story? <laughs> yes. Okay, so we were on homecoming court our freshman year because we were super cool. Um, I was 4'10 on a good day. <laughs> Literally. He like was so short. 4'10. And Shannon Rose is not a tall human being. Sh- Shannon Rose. <laughs> you you to stop I that. joke about it so much <laughs> that it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Um, can I show you Shayro? That works. All right. Um, but you're not a tall human. So how tall are you? I am five, two and a quarter. That's not true. That is so true. You're not five, two and a quarter. I am five, two and a quarter on a good day. You're going to lie right here. No. All right. Uh, so you're five, two and a quarter, which is not true. And I am four (laughs) ten. Were you five, two and a quarter then? No, probably not. Yeah. So she was still short, but she walks in to this stupid game (laughs) and she has on the biggest freaking <laughs> heels I've ever seen in my life. And I'll never forget looking at those heels and being like, damn it, she's going to be taller than me. She is going to be taller than me. And that was the case. And that was the case. And my mom brought that up yesterday. So she was on the I was like, hey, mom, I'm having Shannon Rose on the podcast. She's like, oh, that's awesome. Remember when she was taller than you on uh, Homecoming Court? We laughed for days. And I was just like, all right. And that picture is in the yearbook, too. Yeah, and self-esteem issues come out. Uh, So, But yeah, so um, we're just going to get to know Shannon Rose fast. I've known her for a long time, so I'm just going to ask her questions that I know that she loves and that she can talk about real fast. You ready, Shannon Rose? I'm ready. All right. What's your favorite thing about your mother? Uh, th- that she's cool. <laughs> That's what you're going to say? No. Okay, fine. Well, she's, she's okay. <laughs> she's like really funny, but really sophisticated. It's like you don't know that there's a, a funny side to her unless you really know her. So she's tricky. <laughs> but she is really cool. <laughs> and doesn't she have like a, she has a radio? She has a radio show. She has her own business um she's way cooler than you she's a professor um no (laughs) i taught her you don't say your mom is way cooler than you i taught her how to be cool we had this discussion yesterday actually that that you taught her how to be cool yeah before she was just too you know she's too uptight you know and i was just like mom relax (laughs) just relax mom (laughs) mom relax um you have a sister she lives in new york yes her name is sherry ann and she's going to be 27 in May because she's cool. And who's your other favorite person in your life? Daisy. <laughs> That's my dog. 
And tell us a little bit about Daisy. Daisy is now four. I got her when she was two months old. Her birthday was actually in January, the fir- January 1st. And she's black, white, and gray. She's a Maltese Shih Tzu, and she's Diverse. 12 pounds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Producer Jordan's going to chime in. Growing yes, up, Jordan. I had a black and white Shih Tzu named Daisy. Really? Stop it. That was my first word was Daisy. Oh, my gosh. So- we have... We were meant to do this <laughs> podcast, everyone. That is awesome. We were meant to do it. Um, actually, is pretty great. I know. Um, so that is that's a little bit about Shannon Rose. You are now in your what eighth year of college? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't even know. I took a couple years off college, moved schools three times. <laughs> and what do you, what do you uh, aspire? What are you aspiring to be right now? Um, well, two things. Um. For school-wise, occupational therapy, I want to be an occupational therapist. For veterans um, and or like with prosthetics and stuff, um, track-wise, I run track. Track-wise, um, trying to go pro. She fast. She fast <laughs> as hell. We raced a lot in high school. And I beat him all She the beat time. me every single time. <laughs> and it was awful. I hated it. It was great. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm making my way up there. I had um, I had four hip surgeries. So... <laughs> I am the bionic woman. <laughs> How um, much metal is in your body? I have nine screws in my body. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. When was your first? My first We're getting way one, off topic. But when was your first surgery? December 20. I'm about that on way over here. December 2012. Good Lord. Yeah. Coding 2012. Huh? I don't know why I was just brought back to that. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. That was a rabbit trail. <laughs> um, all right. Perfect. So that is Shannon Rose, so we can just get you a little insight into you. Um, all right, so we're just going to jump right into it. I know that we talked about a little bit before what we wanted to talk about. Um, oh, I just shook this mic. Um, we're going to get into a really deep topic just to start off with. And, yeah, we're both shaking our heads. That is going to be crazy. Um, but I know, so you grew up in the gymnastics world, correct? Yes, I did. Um, you were how long? Um, from five to about 12 or 13. And you were like on the track to being, I don't know what, can you, yes. can you say what it, yeah, that so what it is? So I, um, I was on the way to, you know, moving up to elite and then Olympics. Um, I was in the gym 36 hours a week at, <laughs> you know, at nine, 10 years old. I was homeschooled at the gym with three or four of my other teammates who were kind of on the same track as I was. Um, so yeah, it was pretty intense. Yeah. Um, and so the the whole uh me too movement is kind of huge at the moment and so i kind of wanted to talk to shannon rose and the reason why we talked about it before because i wanted to see if she was okay with it um just because i think it does hit very close to home for you and so i wanted to ask you just kind of what your perspective on it is what you're kind of looking at as kind of uh like you know going through your eyes like what what is your just like perspective and view on it and how that's kind of like affected not you personally mm-hmm. but how you know it's affected your your view on it right uh the nassar thing the yeah the nassar thing okay, yeah right. absolutely um so i mean there are so many aspects to it um for one the fact that it went on for like two decades and there were people backing him up saying oh we got your back we're not gonna like he he got um like he was brought up to court about eight or nine times and each time it got dismissed and just the fact of when you have young girls who say this is happening to me, like the doctor is doing this, this is happening, and people don't listen, it's 
it makes you almost not want to say anything anymore. Yeah. And I think that's what happened <clears throat> for a lot of the girls because they were like, well, no one's going to listen to me. You know, you had USA Gymnastics. They knew. You have um, Bella and Marty Caroli. They were the USA Gymnastics mm-hmm. coaches. Yeah. Um, apparently, they <clears throat> knew. I'm not sure. <clears throat> um, but I just can't imagine having doing the thing that you love, um, working your whole life for it, and then coming up to the, that point where you have someone taking advantage of their job and taking advantage of you, and no one listens to you about yeah. it. So, um, that, yeah, it's been interesting to just sit and watch the testimonies of the girls. And, um, I'm glad he has 175 years Yeah, and that's pretty much like his death warrant. So, yeah. And I think, yeah. And I mean, obviously like the reason I wanted to talk to you because you were in that and you were, you know, on the way to Mm -hmm. doing that. Um, I know you talked about it before of like, that was kind of a saving grace almost like that. Yeah. You could have been in that. You yeah. know, um, which is a scary thought, you scary. know, um, so that's, that's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, and just, I know we, you know, we talked about this a little bit before too, but, um, how does that kind of go into, you know, obviously we want to talk about, um, black culture and how, um, kind of, you are our first black female Woo-hoo! on the podcast. Let's go. Hey guys, hey. Um, we're not sexist. <laughs> We have females on the podcast. Yes, we're just like four or five episodes. Yeah, true. That would didn't take that long. But I mean, you know, <laughs> I want to have Shannon Rose on. She lives in Augusta, so I do. It's been, you know, we've been trying to plan. But, uh, yeah. but so I know we wanted to kind of transition it to like, what does that look like in kind of the therapy you want to be? Mm-hmm. I, I know that's kind of been an area like people going to get help and mm-hmm. like just that in the in the black community say is a little different. Yeah. Um, than maybe in the white community or any other yeah. community. Um, can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah. Um, first off, I'm going to jump back to something you said um, in terms of like how it hit close to home because, you know, that could have been me. Yeah. Um, you know, I was talking with my mom and my dad, you know, and when I was 12 or 13, I ended up um, leaving gymnastics. I didn't want to do it anymore. And no one understood. I had, you know, people who were mad at me. But then all of this played out 12 years later. And my mom was like, you know, God was looking out for you 12 years ago. Oh, yeah when you had no idea like that no one knew this that was this was going to happen but i mean look what did you know and god was looking out for you so i thought that was really cool um but going back to the therapy part um getting help in general isn't easy but when you're a minority um like you have like simone bowles and gabby douglas you know um when you're a minority it almost makes it seem like okay, I have another thing wrong with me. Um, And so there's a really ugly stigma with counseling and getting help in our community. Yeah. Um, And it's it's just kind of hard to get it out there to where they understand, like, it's not not a bad thing, you know, and um, and that it really does help, Um, you know, because even in in the church, um, you have – the people who are like, oh, well, you just need to pray more or you don't have enough faith, um, stuff like that. Like, no, you it, it goes mental. There's chemical things in your brain that get changed because of experiences. And um, and people don't they don't realize that. Um, so for these for these girls who have all been through um, the gymnastics 
this whole situation. Um, I, I mean, even the ones who aren't African American, it's gonna be. It's gonna be hard. Hard, hard. exactly. Yeah. It's gonna be because it's gonna be very hard, mm-hmm. very very hard. Um, you know, going and processing it, processing, talking, trusting who you're talking to. You know, um, you don't. Sometimes you don't want to bring that stuff up. Yeah. You don't. It's even I think hard like to even think about like you say with. Uh, with counseling from a from a white perspective and a black perspective and everything in between like if you're bringing that stuff up to anybody now like mm-hmm. you don't even probably want to confide in a counselor right, right? right like if no one's been listening to you for right you know there are most I mean there are some people that stayed silent of course like yeah. but you know there are other people that they tried to get the story out you yeah. know and <clears throat> we just talked about this but um, they tried to get this story out and it yeah. didn't work you know like people yeah. knew yeah. And it, you know, never, it never happened. Uh, and so how can you, I think that was one of my things that I was just like, this is just mm-hmm. unreal that you cannot trust anyone. You can't even trust a Christian counselor. You know, you can't trust anybody. Yeah. Um, I think I would have just a, you know, an incredibly tough time. Yeah. It, um, and you know, I don't even think you know this, but, um, the reason I can say that it's going to be so hard and, and like relate is because something like that happened to me, not in the gymnastics world, but you know, in my own personal world last year. And so going to get help and because it just in your mind, you it's, it makes you like question so many things in your mind. Like, am I overthinking it? Did this really happen? Oh, they didn't mean it like that. Or, um, I'm overreacting or, you know, things like that. And so then going to get help, you don't want to bring it back up. Yeah. You know, you don't want to talk about it to every single detail, but that's the only way you heal from it. Yeah. And um, so that's why I know it's going to be tough for those girls, but I really hope that they do go and really break it down yeah. so that they can get healed. And how did you kind of like get to that point where you're just like, I need to, I need to go get help. I'm not going to make you go yeah. through the situation. Yeah. But like, how did you get to your process of being like, I need to, to work through this, you know, yeah. like how did, it, how did you get from the place of like, I don't want to be a problem mm-hmm. to, I need to get this yeah. out of my system, out of my head, you know, yeah. I need to work through this. Like, how did yeah. you get there? Yeah. Um, well my mom, um, my mom used to be a counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just going through it, you know, it got to a point to where I was just really depressed. I didn't go anywhere. didn't want to talk to anybody, wasn't doing anything. Um, because of what happened and um you know my mom would tell me like Rosie you you know you have so much to do in this life you know um this isn't something that you want to keep you down and um and I thought about it for a while and so and I I hated feeling that way I hated having that weight having the all those doubts and not doing what I felt like God had me to do you know I was just kind of wallowing so to speak um even though it was a hard situation um so that's kind of what led me to get help it's it's and two it's very hard to find the right counselor sometimes you have to shop for counselors yeah you know and it's like trust trials (laughs) exactly you have to go you (laughs) you have to go and then see if they're a fit and sometimes it gets like repetitive because you don't you're like oh i have to share my story again i have to share my background again but it's so important to find the right person so that, that can 
that can not, I mean, not relate, but you know, that can, yeah. that can go through your story that knows yeah. how to like, you know, as maybe even help someone in a similar exactly. situation. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Um, did it, was it kind of, was it harder? I know that we talked about this a little bit. Was it harder because you are black and you are female to like be able to, to do that and to like go to counseling? Because I think, you know, you talked about a little bit before generalized of, of black women in general have a hard time because it just like, there's almost too much. Did that go through your head or do you think that's just in general that you kind of just see that from, from the like, you know, black community? Um, yeah, I see that from black community. It doesn't yeah. go through my head like that. Yeah. And I think it's cause I grew up that way yeah. with it around me. Um, but you know, all, like the friends I have, um, or, you know, people in my family or just, you know, that I know that stigma that, um, I don't need counseling. I don't need, I'm fine. You know, um, they can't help me anyway, you know, stuff like that. Um, I, I hear that a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's a tough thing. And I think for, for a lot of people, like, yeah, anyone listening, you know, white, black, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's, it almost is demeaning to get counseling sometimes. It's like, yeah, like there, you know, like you said, there is something wrong with you and it comes to a pride issue. And, but I think that's an awesome thing. Like, you know, my girlfriend is in grad school for counseling, like marriage and family counseling. And so that's been kind of a thing where it's like, I don't know how you're going to be able to do it because (laughs) that's a bunch of sad stuff. Um, and I am, (laughs) I can't deal with that. You know, like if someone someone tells me that they're, that they're struggling, I'm like, I'll be down for like four days. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe like, (laughs) I hate that for him, you know, like I won't be able to breathe for uh, three days. Um, so I think that's kind of, you know, I'm glad that there, there are people out there that yeah. are awesome at dealing with that stuff. And yeah. there are people that are out there that, that truly like want to help. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's a, a really cool thing, yeah. but so thankful hey, for people that went like down that. a really yeah. good path. I liked that. Yeah. That was good. Thank you for sharing all Always, that. Yep. Um, but I kind of want to also transition. You are the first black female on the podcast let's go big smiles big (laughs) smiles all around uh but i wanted to talk to you about kind of um i think that's one thing that is something i don't know i don't know how to put it Uh, i was even having a hard time putting it before we talked about it but uh like being black and a female like Mm -hmm. there's so many um Mm -hmm. there's so many like movements with with women as well Mm -hmm. as well as the black movement so you have like you know black Black lives Lives matter Matter. and then Mm -hmm. you also have um you know you know paying women the same Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know all Mm -hmm. the stuff of like treat women fairly um and that how that's still a battle today um yeah Yeah. just with the whole feminist you know movement and all that kind of stuff um could you speak to the kind of like what not you lean towards but what you kind of um you kind of balance those two Mm -hmm. um if I get what you're asking, yeah. um, in terms of balancing those two, um, or how it's just like a double, like, okay. yeah, you know, like you're, you're not like you have to experience like the, the being a minority as a woman, uh-huh. as a, as a woman, as a woman, as a, as a woman, <laughs> uh, as a woman and then also as a, you know, Black a black, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. a black. um, well, I haven't, ex- well, I'm sure a lot of, um, black women even men have this experience is when you have someone say you are the whitest black person I know and (laughs) or they say you act so white and um to me um I feel like because honestly I think that's said to a lot of black women who are in the higher realm of their jobs and careers you Mm -hmm. know um that 
um, they have that said to them. Yeah. And it comes to a point to like where, cause it's been said to me. And so I think in my head, like, do I have to act ghetto? Do I have to have weave? Do I have to roll my neck and all this stuff to be considered black? Yeah. And um, it's, it's kind of almost like when you hear someone say that to you or someone else, it's, it's like, it's almost like, you know, really, you know, it, it, it hurts kind of, you yeah. know, cause it's just like, what, why do I have to like be ghetto to be black? Like yeah. I take pride in being, being black and, um, I love it. Um, it's a great community. It's great to be, um, just with, you know, with the people I'm with. Um, so when people say that, it actually upsets me because, because I'm like, I'm, I'm working hard to get to where I want to get. And just because I'm black, yeah, um, doesn't mean like, you know, I don't, I don't know how I like to explain it, but do you, do you get what I'm trying yeah, to say? Cause I think it's almost like you're trying to, to get to a place and because you're trying to get to that place, people are saying you're, you're acting white. You're acting white. Right, because I'm um, trying to do good for myself yeah. or something. Which is, I think, I don't know who we talked to about this before, but um, I feel like we've talked to about somebody about it of it's it's almost demeaning in that way. Yeah, that like, it is. That's, that's like demeaning to, to, to black, black people yes, as well when you say like, hey, if you're acting white, like you're acting white is right. trying to, you know, climb Move the corporate up. ladder right. or, you know, do something like that if right. that's white or you're like talking really right. politely or right. like I don't like that's just what people say like yeah. you like people say they have their I think Daniel O'Quinn said he had like his his white person's voice you know right. that he talks to <laughs> right. his like wise family and he you know, he's like hello Bob I am, <laughs> you know and he and it's true it's true and it's so true. um I think that's kind of an area where um that's kind of a hard thing yeah. to, to balance yeah um because you want to you want to, you know, like, you know, be a part of like your culture, right? Exactly. Um, but you're also trying to balance, like, you're like, hey, I want to. You're what trying to I be the best to. you can be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I even we had this conversation in one of my classes. Um, so I'm like at a medical school. Yeah. So um, we have a lot of nurses and and stuff like that, and we were talking about women and pay, and um, we had a um a guy, um, he was an older gentleman say you know the starting salary for him as a nurse um was so and so then another girl responded and said i know someone who's been working as a nurse for like five or six years and she still doesn't make that yeah you know and um so thinking about that and then thinking about if that person was black it's it's almost like you just keep going down like you know um it's like what do i have to do to to, I don't know. It's kind of. It's almost like a double. Um, okay, it's almost I like. I want to say whammy so bad. Wham- double whammy. Say it. Go Sorry. ahead. Sorry. Go, go <laughs> um. <laughs> You've missed me. <laughs> oh, have I? Um, What's up? What? <laughs> okay. No, but I'm saying it's kind of like a double whammy. um because you have on this side you know in the black community side you have people saying you're acting white because you're trying to get up here yeah but then when you're in the corporate world they're like oh you're black and you're like and then you get put like 
kind of down the ladder almost. Yeah. And that's not everywhere, but it does still happen. And so it's like, okay, so like, do I, how am I supposed to, like, in one culture, I'm, I'm acting different than my culture because I'm trying to do good for myself. Yeah. And then in the other culture, it's like they put you down because you're black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's weird. It's a weird dynamic. If yeah. do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's just. It, again, it's just it's hard to it's hard to balance. Yeah. It's hard to to kind of go against it. And I think you also like correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean you went to the school I went to, yeah, and it was predominantly, predominantly white. white. <laughs> uh, we suck, <laughs> uh, but like I think that was always like I don't know. And that was that kind of a thing <clears throat> I thought about when I was coming over here. I was like, I probably need to apologize to Shannon Rose, <laughs> like. This cannot be stressed, and I'm not. I'm not proud of this whatsoever. And she's laughing, and she shouldn't be laughing. But I made a lot of black racial jokes. jokes yes. Yeah, racial jokes towards yes <laughs> a, a few of of my friends. Um, and Shannon Rose is definitely was definitely my best friend in high school, yeah. bar none. And so I, it's I wanted to apologize first of all. Well, thank you. I suck. Oh, and no. but like second of all, like. I think that is something that I would have never known, even if it didn't get to you. And I know we had like a friendship, mm-hmm. like, and it wasn't like I was just like making fun of you for no reason. Mm-hmm. But, um, but like, I think I would have never known until like even this. I, you know, was talking to uh, one of my friends about like, you know, doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, bringing him through. And he was just saying, yeah, like, even when we, you know, would, would grow up, like, you know, I probably have called you. <laughs> a white black person, yeah. like a, 100% probably. Uh, and so, like, I think that is kind of, you know, something that's really convicting to me. But, um, and I think in high school, you you did, you were with predominantly, like, a lot of white people. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think, um, I know that's a, a tough thing, mm-hmm. but especially when you're kind of having to mask it. Did you ever have to mask it? Not Not, like, around me, but, like, around, you know, the people that we had at that school and like, you know, when I was making jokes or like Hunter Hunter, <laughs> Hunter or other friends were making jokes, like, did you ever have to be like, this isn't funny, but I'm going to laugh anyways? Like, um, with you and Hunter, no, um, with other, with, um, other people, maybe if I like didn't know them as well, yeah. um, a little bit, but it didn't happen too much outside of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I do, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I didn't say that to be mean. Um, <laughs> here, like you and I and Hunter, we all had a, a close relationship. Yeah. So, um, even some of the jokes you guys said, I, like I know you guys were messing with me. I know it wasn't something that you like believed or inherently or, racist. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was just silly stuff. And um, even when I look back on it and think back on it, I always start laughing because. Like, I have stuff in my yearbook that you guys wrote. And, like, because. Oh, God, what did I write? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't want to know. Okay. Don't say it. Don't say it over here. <laughs> okay, but um, it. <laughs> but I don't know. I it I don't look back on it and think negative yeah. of it because you guys knew who I was as a person. Mm-hmm. I knew who you guys were as people. And so we, we had that close relationship. But when it comes to, you know, especially people that you <laughs> that you don't know. There's a cat purring uh, in the yes, background. Yes, I was like, the cat was sitting outside of the window a while ago. Um, just chilling? Just chilling. Is it watching you? I don't know. <laughs> um, 
yeah what was i talking about i don't remember um oh yeah oh about like jokes jokes yes um because i think this is a big thing that i i want to talk about because like even though we were close like it was still something that yeah like yeah it's still something that is a problem and probably a Mm -hmm. lot of white people Mm -hmm. need to be aware of Mm -hmm. if i was aware of it Mm -hmm. and not that it like hurt you but it could have like you know yeah it could have been like you know i could have said something that like really got to you or really got to gentel or mm-hmm. really got to you know mm-hmm. anybody else mm-hmm. and yeah go okay ahead. yeah that's that's true because um let's say like something you said to me didn't offend me you know and we had fun we were fine about it but if you were going to say that to some a different black person they would take it really bad right yeah. you sat me down before i went to college <laughs> i did yeah you sat me down and was like you make a lot of jokes to me if you make those in college they're gonna beat you you're up. gonna die yeah. and i was like all right cool <laughs> i need to stop like, also it's kind of a come to jesus so that was good um but yeah because um every every black person has um the things that they just don't accept you know um and yeah this is it's just a shame that we're talking about this now because i went to a um the athletes at my school we all had to come early last saturday the crack of dawn screw them i know screw them jeez um (laughs) but we had a little conference and it was about race and yeah yeah, and it was um kind of talking about that um you know what some people think are okay some people don't it's 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 a hard thing yeah because it's not like things that you think are just so light right cannot be light to someone else you know you know like i mean and you could say that for not exactly. only like racial jokes, exactly. like you could say that for lots of different things that yeah. you say, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, one thing that, you know, we we need to realize as people is that no matter, no matter, you know, how much we say um, we're, we're not racist, every single person has a little bit of like, um, like it comes in their head. Oh, yeah. You know, like if I'm in a room, I'm like, and it's all white people, I'll be like, oh, geez, I'm the only black person in here. Yeah. You know, or, um, you know, if something, <laughs> if someone does something ridiculous at the store, I'll be like, oh, white people. You know, like, <laughs> you know. It- Can you please bring me through what you're, because something's <laughs> going through your head right now, and I want to know, like, what a white person would do at a store. Please. Um, I don't honestly I don't even remember the like exact situation. Yes, I, you do. I don't. I don't know. If I remember, I'll bring it up. All right. Okay. But um, <laughs> but I yeah, I've had plenty. I'm trying to remember um cuz I've had many instances of that. You know, just like ugh. um but cuz honestly, you go you go through stuff like um like maybe you're driving and someone doesn't let you over, right? And they're white. And they just like speed up. You're like like white people or like you know like oh they must be racist or like yeah. you know stuff like that i mean it small, goes through your head the smallest things you know and that's which is crazy that yeah. it's like that but that's how it is yeah for all of us i think it's also a thing that we have this prejudice in our head and i think we've talked we talked to a lot of people about this and you just have these like slight things in your head that you you've just been like even from stuff we watch on you know tv mm-hmm. movies mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. anything like you know, even if I'm watching like 
uh, like a you know, a crime show mm-hmm. and someone black is in it, you know, that will come to my head yep. when I'm seeing like, you know, yep. a car, you know, run away from a cop. I'm like, well, you know, you just automatically yeah. picture that person in the driver's seat is black yep. or something like that, yeah. you know, yeah. when that couldn't be factually sound, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think that's just something that you just automatically go to. And it's hard to like, I don't know, kind of, it's hard to I don't, get your mind to the place that you're like, okay, uh-huh. That's, you know, yeah. starting yeah. trying to just change your thoughts. Right. Because you can't really like, change like, like your initial unlearn thought. Like, unlearn it. Yeah, unlearn it. Yeah, because yeah, that's, yeah. that's tough. And I think that's the same thing for, for white and black people and mm-hmm. Hispanic people and, and you know, across yeah. the board. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think that's, a, that's like, a real thing that you just you just never think about. It is. Um, it is. And it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because, ghost in here. you know, you There's have friends... Time. You said there's a ghost in here. There's a ghost in here. Oh my goodness! I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. My head moving back. Like, um, let's see, where were we? Um, do you remember prejudice? Like prejudice. having prejudice against one another. Yes, 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 yes. Um, it is it is hard um to unlearn it. Yeah. You know, even if you want to unlearn it, like be like, I hate that I just automatically think that. I don't want to think that. It happens. Yeah. And like even with like um for example, like for example, okay, so um my like okay, if you have um a black man with a white woman or a black woman with a white man, mm. right? It's rare that you see a black woman with a white man. That's um, true. Well. It's it's yeah. Because cause usually that's actually like looked upon like, oh, he must have something like good, really good about him because, you know, all this stuff. But it's it's almost I know we're kind of jumping all over the place, Maybe. but um, like there's that thing. If you see a black man with a white woman, if you're black and and if you're a woman, you automatically have a negative thought. Yeah. Like just automatically. Wait, why is that? That's um, usually it's because it's like, Why? There is a huge thing in the black community, too, of, you know, why is it that, quote unquote, um, you have black men not even wanting their like black women, mm-hmm. you know, and so they date white women or they date Asian women or they date all this stuff <clears throat> because they believe like, oh, they're just too ghetto or they're just, you know, something like that. Now, of course, not everyone thinks that way. Yeah. You know, not everybody. But I have met people who who just don't like the fact of a black man being with white women or, um, you know, because you have people who want to keep it in the community or same thing with like, um, you know, white people. So like sometimes they want to keep it in their community. So it's just. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just a it's a tough thing that you kind of just go on the you go on the. The little bit that you know, yeah, or think you know, right? right? Like exactly, you, like you go think on that you know, yeah, you yes. think that you know, like this little bit, but like, like even how good of friends that we were, yeah. Like I didn't know your home life, yeah, as well as I, you know, I could have, mm-hmm. or you didn't know my home life as mm-hmm. well as you like could have, right? Yeah. So I think it's it's even like a thing like we think we know someone really well, right? Um, but we, you know, like I don't know. I think that was also one of my things that I like I kind of regret is like growing up it was never I never made like a point of contact to like see where like you know the the black friends that I had mm-hmm. like 
I never made like a point of contact to see where like they came from because I literally yeah. wasn't thinking forward yeah. that enough. I yeah. was just like, yeah. oh, it's fun to go, you know, <laughs> hang out with Shannon Rose or it's fun to go hang out with Jindel or, you know, it's, it's great. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't like, oh, let me see, like, you know, let right. me learn like what, what this is like. Right. And it's not like learning or anything. It's not like it's a study. But I mean, it's more like you get to know those people and where they came from yeah. and appreciate yeah. where they came from. And yeah. I think black people can do that with white people yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, it's just it's just an interesting thing that, um, I don't know, in knowing you for a long time, yeah. it has been, you know, just say, I don't know, it was it was kind of cool to look back on it and be like, you know, we're circling back to like the original question, um, which was me apologizing. But like, <laughs> it's cool to circle back and be like, man, I had no idea what I was doing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which isn't right or fair. But what I'm hoping is that like, you know, conversations like this, like hopefully people will hear this that are yeah. in high school yeah. and yeah. that can know like, hey, if we kind of like start off by not, you know, mm-hmm. making those jokes or even mm-hmm. if like, you know, if someone is offended by a joke, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If they're offended by, you know, what, if you're offended by what I say, mm-hmm. which you might've been or, you know, Gentile might've been, you know, <laughs> like multiple times, then you tell me like, hey, Matt, not that one. Chill. Yeah, yeah chill. exactly. Yeah, like not, <laughs> not that one. And I would have known, like, I, you know, I know yeah. y'all well enough that I wouldn't have taken any offense to it. And I've right. been like, you know, I would have cried for like five, <laughs> ten minutes, been right back on my feet, you know. Uh, but I think that's just like a big thing that I I wanted to talk to you about and yeah. apologize for. Um, but um, but definitely, you know, something that it's come full circle. Yeah, um, but yeah. the last thing that I wanted to, to talk to you about, I know that um, – I don't know, this, this might just be me complimenting you, but you're one of the most joyous, confident people that I've ever met. Well, thank you, Yeah, Matt. you you are. You are. You've. <laughs> she's never heard me compliment her in her whole life. Ever. Uh, so, Not many people have. Yeah, she's very joyous, very confident, and I always had kind of, like, ad, like, admired that, but I admired that even more with you being a black woman and, I'd, like, you being very confident in that. And... I never really appreciate it because you were pretty much my only friend, <laughs> uh, like the only person that, you know, would be friends with me. And so, <laughs> Which is a um, but what, what do you think goes into that for you? Like, why do you like how, I mean, not why do you embrace, you know, your culture, but mm-hmm. like, what do you like find the most pride in and like being a black woman? Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I guess when I. Um, being around my family, um, it, I don't know, because it's just my mom and my sister and my, my grandmother, right? That line we have, um, we call, you know, it's a legacy, right? And so we say, we're going to keep that legacy going of being strong, being confident, um, in who you are as a black woman, you know? And it's just like, we take pride in it. You know, there's so much different about us you know things that um you know just make us who we are um and some people look down on it but we embrace it you know and like this is us this is us and we're gonna do it to the fullest yeah you know and and that's how i try and live you know just be me to the fullest and you know and you got jesus and god is a big factor of that (laughs) yeah that's where that's where all my joy comes from to be honest so um, yeah. That's awesome. Well, Shannon Rose, thank you. It's been real. For being on. You, <laughs> you are the person. You know that. Well, um, thank you. She has on a dope sweatshirt. 
Thank you. I stole it from my mom. She is on a, a New York Yankees, New York Mets World Series 2000. Oh, yeah. Sweatshirt, and it is dope. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, Shannon Rose, 2020 in the Olympics. I'll uh, be there. She will be there. <laughs> She's going to be the shortest person there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he she's also be made a lot of jokes about The shortest my person in running. <laughs> she's going to, like, you know, she's going to be looking up at everybody. <laughs> you know what? Except for when she's looking down on, on that podium. <laughs> Give me some. Up top. Oh, up top. <laughs> um, but thank you so much. You're the best. Always. I think, this, I think this podcast is awesome and what you guys are doing is awesome. It needs to be um, – people need to embrace stuff like this more. And so I hope a lot of people – listen to it and i'm definitely gonna have my friends and everything listen to it Woohoo! Yeah. all right thank you over and out <laughs> deuces bye 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 yeah yeah i just had to do it i've been gone for too long you just never knew it nothing we can do wrong and really since i moved home that was a great conversation with my friend shannon rose i absolutely Love that girl. It's been a long time since we had to hang out, so I'm I'm sorry for our our little reunion that we had. Uh, we just laughed about a whole lot of things, and it was a really good conversation. She had a lot of good takes, uh, so that was really good. Two quick things before uh, we leave. First, we are moving to every other week uh, to just kind of stay consistent, and it was it was hard to stay consistent there. So every two weeks. Um, also, well, we'll go with we'll go with two more things. Secondly. We loved having Shannon Rose on the podcast, and we love to have more women on the podcast. Uh, so if you're a woman and you are listening to this, hit us up. We would love to talk to you. We'd love to to hear your perspective um, because we loved our talk with Shannon Rose. How, how can they hit us up? They can hit us up. You can call me. You can call Jordan. You can call anyone Give them an email address or something or a Twitter handle or something. Um, You can... I don't even know my Twitter name though. Tell them they can they can shoot me a DM. Shoot producer Jordan a DM. Shoot producer Jordan a DM at Jordan B Williams. Jordan B Williams. He's got a very simple name. I think mine's at Matthew Filer. So you could do that too. But I don't check Twitter as much as I should. I'm trying to get back into it. But I don't know if I. I, I you could do that. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. it. Do it to both me and Jordan, producer Jordan. Um, and then. The last thing is, if you like our intro, outro song, it's by Jmai. He's one of our friends, and he is incredible. So go check out his stuff on SoundCloud. Also, in our description on, of the podcast, there's a link to his stuff. So go check it out. So with that being said, here is Jmai to finish this out. Thank you. Bye, baby.